Hello, everyone, and thank you all for joining us today as we dive into God's Word in search of some of life's questions. For those of y'all who have not heard, I uh, have surrendered to the Lord's call to the ministry. And so if you joined us at Bible Baptist this past week, this past Sunday, excuse me, uh, the, the church was kind enough to allow me to bring the message. And so I'm, I'm going to read from the same scripture uh, here today, but it's a different thought. So if you're at that service, please don't stop listening just because it's the same scripture. So if you would turn with us to Luke in chapter 19, Luke. In chapter 19, we're going to begin in verse 1. The question today has kind of been on my heart is, when we seek, do we seek to find or do we seek to seek? And we may be splitting hairs here, but uh, but I heard here recently, do we seek, do we listen to hear or do we listen to reply? And it's kind of along the same lines. Do we Do we listen to just hear kind of what's going on? Or do we listen to uh, to to reply, to speak back, to argue, to fuss? Uh, what is the purpose of us listening? And so we're kind of going to talk about that today, as well as the door that God has set before us, the opportunity uh, that God has given us, because He has put us in a certain place. He has given us the opportunity. He has put everything exactly where it needs to be but it is we have to go to him on his terms not only that we have to seek Luke in chapter 19 and begin reading in verse 1 and Jesus entered and passed through Jericho and behold there was a man named Zacchaeus which was chief among the publicans and he was rich and he sought to see Jesus who he was and could not for the press because he was of little stature and he ran before and climbed into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And Jesus came and looked up into the place and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for this day, for today I must abide at thy house. And he came, he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us with the health and strength. Say, if it here again today, Lord, thank you for being for you. Bless us with all the blessing life you've given us. Lord, I pray that you'd help us. We can open our hearts. We'd be willing and able to receive what you'd have to say to us today through your word. Lord, I pray that you'd help us so we could examine our own lives. Lord, help us that we cannot seek just to be seeking, Lord, but we could seek so that we can find. Lord, I pray that you'd help us so we could listen, not to reply, Lord, but we can listen to hear. Lord, help us to draw closer to you. Help us so we could be that light that you'd have us to be each and every day that we could exemplify Christ in our lives. Lord, I pray that you'd help us in everything and all that we do. Forgive us of our sins. Most of all, be without one near's tale. If this could be the hour they turn accept you. Lord, thank you most of all for your son Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Here we read an account of a rich man. The first point we want to make is that he was rich. He probably did not have a whole lot of need of much. And so in all reality, chances are the reason he was wanting to see Jesus here is because he heard the uproar. He heard that Jesus was coming. He heard that this man who has done all these miracles and and raised the dead and caused the blind to see is on the, his way through my town. And I can't help but think about when the president kind of travels around. If, if someone hears that he's coming, man, they will travel for miles. 
They will cancel plans. They will make special plans. They will go out of their way to do what they have to do to see the president. And so that's kind of the way Zacchaeus was, not necessarily because he knew exactly who or what Jesus was. But it says that he sought to see Jesus, who he was. He'd heard all about him. He just wanted to see the man. But the, the kicker is here, he sought. Jesus was coming through. Friend of the day, Jesus is passing through our lives. Jesus is passing through on a daily basis. But one day, he's not going to be passing through again. No doubt this was the last trip that he was making down this particular road before he was, uh, before he had a date with the cross. And so this was the last opportunity that Zacchaeus had to see him, whether he knew it or not. This was it. This was Omega for him. He had this chance to seek Jesus, and then Jesus was gone. Friend today, there's going to come a time where we may seek, but we won't find. That we may look, but he's not going to be there. There's going to come a, a point in time in everyone's life that we're going to face death, and there's not going to be a, oh, I'm sorry, it's now it's time to get saved. There's not going to be a, Oh, now it's time to get my right life right with Jesus. There's not going to be a, oh man, I'm living in sin. I need to change this. It's, it's not going to work that way. You're not going to have an opportunity to get your life in order whenever death comes calling. Not only that, but the Lord said that he will come back as a thief in the night. We don't know when Christ could come back. Did you get up looking for him this morning? He could have very well come back this morning, this night, before this particular message ends. And we're to meet God with what we have done, with, with what the decisions that we have made. And so here Zacchaeus was seeking to see Jesus. This was his last opportunity. So he looked for him. He could not for the press. Today the devil is going to try everything that he can do to keep us from seeing Jesus. To keep us from living our life for God. To keep us from doing what God have us would have us to do. And most of all, to keep us from influencing any lost person in this world. Because the devil is damned to hell. He knows what his end result will be. And he wants to take as many people possible as they're with him as he can. And so here today, we, we see Zacchaeus trying to see Jesus and he couldn't for the press. The devil is going to try to hinder us and, and hinder our influence in each and every way that he can. He is going to try to keep the lost people from coming to church, tell them whatever they have to do. There's a big football game on. I'm too hot. It's too cold. It's, it's always going to be something. There's always going to be an excuse. There's always going to be a reason not to. There's always going to be a reason not to. Friend, today we have to choose. We have to seek. We have to look for Jesus. We have to go past that reason. That reason not to. Here today, we see that God had prepared the sycamore tree. And if you were Bible Baptist for the, the service, uh, I mentioned that sycamore tree was not native to this particular uh, part of here of Jerusalem back in this time. Uh, in the Bible days, the sycamore was, was more around Egypt. Uh, and then they brought it over for their fruit. Uh, it's very comparable to a fig tree. And so God put this sycamore tree here for a reason. It wasn't an accident. There were, the streets weren't lined with sycamore trees. The sycamore tree was extremely easy to climb. But Zacchaeus didn't have to climb it. It says here that he ran. He ran. He was in a hurry. How much effort do we put forth 
to do what God would have us to do in our lives? How much effort are we willing to sacrifice? How much are we willing to do to see Jesus? How much are we willing to do to see God, to see what he has us to do? How much are we willing to do to make it to church? Set aside time to read our Bible. How much are we willing to endure? It says here that he ran and climbed. These are two physical activities that rich people back in Bible days did not do. They sat back on the couch while people fanned them. And they ate and they drank. And they did their job and that was the extent of it. They didn't do a whole lot of exercising. And so we see here that, that he's already exerted himself twice physically. And he, he sought to see Jesus. He was looking for him. He knew which way he was going. No doubt he had to find this out or figure this out. And then we see the reward. We see the reward at the end. His hard work paid off. His seeking to find Jesus, his overcoming of the things in his way paid off. And Jesus came to the place he looked up. No doubt Jesus wasn't walking around looking up every couple of steps that he took. Jesus knew he was there for him today. Jesus knows where we are at god knows the point that we're at in our life and if we need him if we seek him he is there and he knows where we are at he knows what we are in need of if we need to reach him whenever we need to reach him he will put that sycamore tree there if we seek the opportunities he has for us zacchaeus make haste and come down for this for today i must abide at thy house now very carefully here he made haste he was in a hurry to receive jesus we read in Genesis that whenever Abraham was, was told to offer Isaac on the mountain, God said to, to go to this mountain and offer your son as a burnt offering unto me. And it said that Abraham rose up early in the morning. He got up early to go kill his son for God. You talk about zeal. You talk about wanting to, to, to be there in the place that God wanted him to be. Abraham wanted to follow word of God how, how much today are we going to get up early are we going to make haste whenever God tells us to do something when God sends us in a direction whenever God speaks to us how much do we put forth for him how much are we willing to so we read here that not only did he make haste he received him he received him friend today too often as Christians we're offended at the word of God, whenever we hear something that we don't particularly agree with or, 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 or it kind of convicts us because we know that, that the preacher's preaching against this and I, and I know it's sin, but man, I, I don't, we know it, but we don't want to receive it. We don't want to change. The Bible says that to, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth not to him it is sin. Friend, that applies to each and every one of us. Because on a daily basis, we know as a Christian that there are things that we should be doing. There are people that we can be talking to about Christ. There are ways that we can be living to exemplify Him in our everyday life. But a lot of times, we don't want to receive what God has to say to us. And I, I'm guilty of this myself. God, God had put it on my heart and, and beginning this podcast was scratching the itch because I didn't want to preach. I didn't want to. I don't feel worthy to stand up there where, where some of the great men of God has stood and 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 bring the word of, of the Almighty God to a church. I, that that's that's incredibly big shoes to fill. That's a, a a big place to stand. That is a lot of responsibility, and I don't feel worthy of it. But but God put it on my heart. 
And God told me, I will provide you a sycamore tree. I will give you, and friend today, he will give each and every one of us what we need. He will provide for us, but we have to receive him. We have to receive what he would have to say to us. And not only that, it says here that he received him joyfully. Abraham got up early in the morning. Friend, if church started, they, they have sunrise services some places on Easter. And if we had a sunrise service, how many people wouldn't show up? Would you? If church started at 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning, would we make it or we say, oh, no. Oh, I'm too tired. I can't do it. The Bible says here he received him joyfully. He made haste to. No doubt he was trying to get down that tree as fast as he possibly could. I can see him kind of falling down. Just trying to get to the bottom of that tree. Just trying to get to Jesus. He received him joyfully. He received him joyfully. He was excited about it. Abraham got up early in the morning to go sacrifice his son for God because he had faith that God would not promise him a son through which all nations would be blessed and take him away. Friend today, God will not ask us of us more than we are able. God will not put on our plate more than we can handle. But he will ask us to do things that are uncomfortable. He will ask us to step outside of our comfort zone. He will ask us to live for him. And I'll be completely and totally honest with you. That's not asking too much. God sent his only son, his perfect son, not only to die, what we often jump straight to the death on the cross, he sent him here to suffer. He sent him here to heal. He sent him here to preach. He sent him here to live. No doubt Jesus had aches and pains just like we all do. He was tempted of the devil up on the mountain just like we are. And whenever he suffered the beatings and the, the crucifixion and the, the torture that he went through. Friend, he felt pain just as you and I do. And God knew that it was coming. God knew exactly what was going to happen and he sent him anyway. God loved us that much. If Jesus can die for us, why can we not live for him? Why can we not listen to to hear, listen, to understand, listen, to apply. I, I was listening uh, to, to the radio here a while back, and a guy said, uh, he, he was during a prayer, a preacher was praying, and he said, God, help me that I would not apply the Bible to my life. And he kind of paused, and it took me by surprise. Like, I, I wish I could apply the Bible to my life even more, and, and that I could, could do more of what is in here and, and, and pattern my life more after the teachings of Christ. But but then he continued and I understood. He said, God help me that I would not apply the Bible to my life. But help me that I could apply my life to the Bible. Help me that I can not, not try to put the Bible on, on my terms. Not try to interpret the Bible the way I want. Not try to pick out verses of scripture that makes sense or make me happy or make me feel good and then skip over the ones that don't help me apply my life to the bible 
the whole Bible, cover, cover, Genesis to Revelation. Help me to apply my life to the Word of God. Because, friend, the Word of God is the measuring stick to which everyone will be measured. And how much we seek and how much we run and climb and make haste determines where we fall out on that ruler. It determines where we end up as far as glory goes. Because here in this life, we're laying up treasures. We're laying up treasures in heaven every day. Whether we live good, bad, or indifferent, we will be judged on it. Here in this life or in the ever after, we will receive what we sow. We will reap what we sow. And friend, today, if, if we get saved and then just kind of show up to church for a, a social gathering or we, we come to church because it's expected of us or because we want everybody to see us and think we're a Christian, but then we go home and set our Bible on the the table or the dresser on the bookshelf or set it down somewhere and then we have to hunt it come Sunday morning the next week because it hadn't we hadn't touched it all week whenever the children have to ask mom and daddy are we going to church this Sunday not only what kind of treasures are we laying up but friend what kind of example are we setting I never ever all of my life ever can remember asking my mom and daddy hey are we going because it wasn't it wasn't a decision to be made if the church doors were open we were headed in that direction every time rain sleet snow hurricane power out it didn't matter we we were in that church and not only that, my parents raised us up in, in a household that, that we read our Bible at night on a daily basis, most of the time as a family. And we prayed together as a family. No doubt I, I was raised in a very peculiar household. My, my parents loved me and my two brothers more than I can ever imagine and we always went to church. We never had to worry about where our next meal was coming from. Just in, in a very uh, different situation than a lot of kids growing up today. But friend, it, it was all because of, of the Lord's blessings. It was all because of the the sowing that my parents did way back when. That, that God blessed them. God took care of them. And God took care of us. It's, it says in the Bible that, that whether you reap good or bad... It can it can affect several different generations. David see him one time, and, and the Bible says the sword would never leave his house. Everything that we do is going to affect us. And not only that, the scary part is it will affect our children, our children's children, and our children's children's children. I'm not going to go any further because I will mess it up. It affects everyone. And so if we seek to see Jesus, if we run and we climb and we try to apply our life to the Bible and we try to receive God's word joyful and we don't become offended and upset whenever we are convicted of our sin, whenever we don't take our sin out on the perfect and almighty God, that is when we can start seeking to find rather than seeking to seek 
that is when we can start listening to hear and not listening to reply. Verse 10, for the Son of Man is come to, I'm sorry, verse 9. Jesus said unto them, this day is salvation come to this house. For so much as he is also a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Zacchaeus here got saved. No doubt Jesus came into his house and and, and it become a a story that the whole town no doubt was buzzing about. Jesus came and ate here with this sinner. Jesus came and ate here with this tax collector. He was the chief among the publicans. He was rich. Did Jesus come and eat with this man? Friend, today Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. There's no sinner too lost. There's nobody too bad off. And friend, if Jesus has time for the sinner, the chief among the publicans, the person in town, no doubt, no doubt that everybody hated. And whenever God sends us or, or burdens us to speak to someone, to talk to someone, why do we hesitate? Why do we think twice? It says here, For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. Zacchaeus received Christ here because Christ said, No sinner is too lost. No sinner is too far gone. This man sought for me. He said, make haste. Come down for this day. I must abide at that house. Friend of the day, Jesus will come and abide with us. If you're here and saved, the Holy Spirit dwells within you. And if you live for God, then, then you can feel the Spirit on a daily basis. It will guide your, your, your direction. It will direct your path. But we have to seek. We have to crucify the flesh on a daily basis. We have to seek Jesus. We have to seek what he would have to say to us, not only through his word, through his scripture, through the preacher, through nature, even through the ones we encounter on a daily basis. God works in mysterious ways. He speaks to us in mysterious ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. They are as far above our thoughts as the east is from the west and far superior. But friend, if we seek Him, if we seek Him, if we put forth that effort, He will come and He will abide with us. Lost sinner today, if you seek Jesus, He will come and abide with you and you will have peace like you have never known. The reality of dying and going to hell right now for you will be gone. The reality of burning in a, in a flaming fire forever and ever will be gone. And that peace is priceless. Because Jesus did what no one could do. He lived here on this earth a perfect life. He died not only that. He suffered for you and I death, hell. And then he was resurrected on the third day. He conquered the grave. And he did it all for you and I. If Jesus can die for us, why can we not live for him? Father in heaven, we love you. We thank you, Lord. I pray you'd help us so we could be willing and able to seek. We'll be able to run, climb, Lord, that we could receive what you would have to say to us. Joyful, Lord. 
I pray that you would help us that on a daily basis we could crucify the flesh, that we could draw closer to you. Lord, I pray that you'd help us and we could have a greater burden for those lost. Lord, I pray that you'd be with the lost soul here today. Lord, I pray that you'd take sleep away from their eyes, trouble their hearts, take see their need of a Savior. Lord, I pray that you'd help us that we could uh, live for Christ on a daily basis, exemplify him in all of our life. Lord, most of all, we thank you for sending your son that he might take our place that he might suffer and die for us lord i pray that you'd help us that we could live for him in jesus name we pray amen